All right. How's everyone doing out there? A bit of a tough day on my end. Uh, I won't get into it today. Uh, As I talked to Jazz earlier, he knows what's going on. But uh, I want to still do a show today. We had a show planned for a while. I want to still do the show because uh, for an hour, we can take take my mind off of things that have been going on and talk Star Wars, which is a great... Oh, yeah. um, what would be the word uh, way to kind of uh, a little bit of escapism for an hour? A, a diversion, man. Like I remember uh, diversion, when I lost yeah. my, uh, yeah. When I lost my uh, mother uh, 2018, like the day after I came back, that's when solo dropped and me and you went to go see solo together. Yeah. And for a few hours going to a galaxy far, far away was appreciated. And it's like, yeah. I, I definitely know when you're dealing with some major stuff, and getting being able, to, you know, you handle the stuff that you're having to handle and process it. But sometimes yeah. it's nice to go to a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's perfect way to word it. And I couldn't think of a better person to have sitting next to me than the one and only Jazz One for episode 159. It's our Kenobi React, Kenobi Obi One Kenobi Season One, Obi One Season One. <laughs> <laughs> Re- react and uh, we got one of our friends over on facebook yeah presley and jazz one it is a good day thank you uh for for jumping in with us and, and joining us on a little a bit of a matinee time for us today doing the show at a matinee time uh how do you like doing a show at four o'clock in the afternoon jazz it's a little different than what we, when we normally gather uh i have better lighting like i feel like i look better you know have a little bit more energy <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'm, same here same i'm gonna i'm gonna boys early afternoon uh to mid mid afternoon are kind of like my most prime time for like energy level i yeah. think cre- creativity level where i come up with ideas probably uh morning like mid morning after i get up and, and get some caffeine i start things start popping up my ideas Okay, Kenobi talk we're going to do, and then also at the start of the show, we're going to have a Thunder take that is Marvel-related. We'll have our usual tropes on this episode 159. We're going to do it agree or disagree, uh, thoughts and advice, uh, all the usual fun stuff, me, Jazz One. Um, This was another show we've been watching this month. I'm just going to play a little bit. Have you seen? I'm sure you've seen. I know you've seen this because we've talked about this show. It's Solid Gold. Starring Marilyn McCoo, with Solid Gold recording stars Kim Carnes, the Oak Ridge Boys, Waylon Flowers and Madam, the Solid Gold Dancers, and very special guest, Soldier Boy. Fab Five Freddy told me everybody's fly, DJ's spinning, I said my, my, Flash is fast, Flash is cool, Francois Sapa, Flash ain't no dude. Okay. <laughs> I've had I had that stuck in my head the entire next day after I watched that episode of The Boys. <laughs> oh man, uh, just goes to show you there's so much uh, to talk about this month with the streaming. Uh, it's it's the streaming wars like we've never seen before with with uh, Prime Video dropping the new se- the third season of The Boys, Netflix dropping the fourth season of Stranger Things in two parts. Uh, we're gonna get. The section second half of that in July, Kenobi premiering on Disney Plus. Uh, it's wild. Well, it's like every summer we'd normally get like summer blockbusters at the theater, right? And I guess during the uh, pandemic we started getting good, better uh, movies and series, you know, at yeah. home. Like yeah. I almost feel like we're like getting streaming blockbusters now, you know, yeah. and especially yeah. some of the series. Yeah. So yeah, we are, and and you know they have they all have their own IPs. Uh, Netflix, you know that's probably one of the strongest. That's these, I think the strongest Netflix IP. Ozark, I know was pretty big, but they've wrapped up already. And then you know Prime Video, they they really have become the streaming service of the real edgy dark superhero genre. <laughs> With Invincible and the Boys, and then there's an animate animated Boys series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spinoff. And I heard they're also doing another live action spinoff of the boys, which is going to be kind of like the, the, the junior Academy at Vought. With, oh, that's with the, interesting. 
Yeah, with the younger uh, yeah. ver version of the the seven, I guess, or the the seven in training. So anyway, uh, it has been blockbusters for streaming this year. It's been with the with the uh, the three big ones coming out with their big IPs uh, competing against each other, and really pretty much stuck. I don't know about if you call it competing because people probably watching Kenobi also watch Stranger Things. I think everyone that watched Stranger Things season four probably also watched Kenobi. <laughs> so they yeah. they both got they both got our money. No, I hear you. <laughs> the, the boys, the boys, I think has is it, it appeals. It's a white audience, but I it's a it's a pretty wide audience. But I think not white. I, I'm not saying white, but wide with a with a net. I'm not being racist. I'm saying it's a it's a wide net being thrown out on who yeah. like, who likes the boys. But I don't think it's as as broad as Star Wars. Yeah, I mean. It's kind of interesting. You know, we've discussed like how superhero movies and TV shows have become popular mm -hmm. and stuff, mm -hmm. but the satirical stuff, everything going back to like kick ass and, you know, mm -hmm. um, I guess you could even say the same thing about Deadpool. You know, it's yeah. kind of dealing with tropes. You know, like I really mm -hmm. love the boys because like you can tell who every character is supposed to be, you know, mm -hmm. it's like Homelander's Superman with a little bit of uh, Captain America, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, Maeve is Wonder Woman. The Deep mm -hmm. is Aquaman. <laughs> uh, A Train, The Flash. Oh yeah, absolutely. It would be their version of the Flash. Yeah. So that's been on, and uh, we're gonna get into Kenobi, and then we have a Marvel Thunder take. Like I said at the beginning of the show, let's roll the opening thing. Okay, I lied. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we are for 159, Jazz One. And I want to ask you a question. We talked at the beginning of the show there about the streaming wars and the, and the battle of the uh, three big shows right now this month that are airing on the three giants in, in streaming. But we didn't get into Marvel, which is another huge IP, and Miss Marvel that yeah. is, is out this month as well over on on Disney Plus, um, with more Marvel series on the way, and and also Thor in the theaters coming up here pretty soon. Love and, Love and Thunder about to drop. So I want to ask you this: I had a lot of people lately that have been commenting whenever I would post something on Marvel, like a Marvel meme or some some news on Marvel on Instagram or or TikTok. Little peep, little kind of back and forth here about marvel where people are saying you know i'm starting to get a little bored like these characters i consider them like uh, these are some of the comments not coming from me but some yeah. of the comments i read online uh the b team of marvel is what we're seeing now and i'm not sure as, if i'm there for it as much as i was for the originals uh another comment i read was they hit their peak with endgame how could you not come down after that so what do you think is, is the MCU about to hit a kind of a, a, a valley after a peak? Are we going to see maybe them having to maybe dial it back a little bit to get, so there's not a burnout. What do you think? I don't know, man. I think it's going to be the level of uh, storytelling that they do. You know, it's like, okay. Uh, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, you know, we all know just about everything about them right mm -hmm. you know you're you're telling a story and you gotta stay between these two ditches right yeah uh but like guardians of the galaxy you know unless you're like a hardcore like uh comic book head you know you probably didn't know too much about guardians of the galaxy so yeah. they had more freedom to tell more interesting stories and it wasn't anything like mm -hmm. you know a lot of the uh, other mcu stuff you know like Moon Knight wasn't like the most popular character, but you, know, you got to see some really interesting, you know, out of the box thinking with uh, Moon Knight, you know, and um, you know, then it's like been uh, watching uh, Miss Marvel, you know, um, like the first couple of episodes, I thought it was kind of like uh, almost like the Marvel version of was it Shazam? Um, yeah, 
yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just a teenage superhero, you know. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, just like this last episode, you know, where it kind of uses uh, some of their uh, belief system and yeah. and stuff and like talking about the gin and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is going, this is going left. Um, I mean, I just think, uh, you know, some of the B team stuff, they have a little bit more freedom and can do more things with it. You know, whereas that's a good point. You know, an Iron Man movie, he's going to be rich. He's going to be this, this, and that, you know, I think they can get more creative with some of the uh, B and C team characters. Yeah. Well, and it's also opened it up for them to be able to introduce and how cool was it for me uh, being half half Hispanic on uh, in May during Cinco de Mayo to see a finally a major Hispanic character in the MCU with America Chavez. And it was on the week uh, or the, the month of Cinco de Mayo that we get to see that character make its its rollout and premiere in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. And having a prominent yeah. role, not just a cameo. That was a big part of that movie. So it could have very easily been uh, like she was the the Peter Parker in that movie kind of took Peter Parker's place. Oh yeah. I'll say so. The main, the main sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Strange. So he's probably now two movies back to back. He's probably tired of hanging out with teenagers. (laughs) Dr. Strange. (laughs) They are exhausting. (laughs) The, the The curmudgeon, the curmudgeon, the curmudgeon magician from the big city uh and 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 having to do two back-to-back movies with teenage sidekicks he's like this is for hawkeye this is not my gig this is hawkeye's it's gonna be gig. like up with superheroes <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's what we're getting into uh it's like by up the way, with superpowers it's like up with super exact <laughs> Oh, and by the way, our AI uh, cam—that's what we've named our camera. Our, our uh, uh, oh yeah, AI, AI camera working real smooth today. <laughs> okay, you ready, Cam? Let's do it. Let's do it. Love it, love it. Okay, uh, we live in the all future. right. We are in the we are in the future. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like we don't Here have no flying cars, but we got automatic cameraman. No, yeah, we don't have flying cars yet. We we don't even have the flying hoverboard from Back to the Future uh, three or two. Sorry, but we do have those those. Uh, we thank we have thank you Cam. We have AI wrote. We have AI AI cameras. <laughs> We also have Kenobi uh, on Disney Plus that wrapped up this week on Wednesday when you jump off a ledge into a fight but then realize you just gave up the high ground. Never a good thing, as Obi-Wan Kenobi knows. (laughs) Nah, this wasn't done by sand people, which now is a derogatory term. Uh, Ben, how do you know? Anakin killed them all. So, and then... When you realize that if Obi-Wan's confusion was actually visible, you wouldn't need subtitles to tell it. <laughs> and visible confusion at the bottom there. And then our... When I peek around, Cam tries to fall <laughs> me over. That's good. Um, my two favorite, favorite people in Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Also, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> but slightly older. There he is, uh, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, first of all, as we've now finished this season uh, of the show, and I want to first ask you, going into it, what were your what were a couple of things that you expected to see and that you got? And then what was something that you didn't expect to get that you got that you were glad you got? Okay. We all wanted the Kenobi tropes, right? We mm-hmm. wanted hello there. We wanted, yeah. you know, you know, that lightsaber pose. Like, yes, yes. There's <laughs> some things that you were just expecting, right? Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was going to be a little bit more Luke centric because he was like guarding Luke. Yeah. But like, baby Leia, you know, like little Leia, 
I mean, that, yeah. like, not quite Baby Yoda cute, but, like, and that little girl could act, like, you know, like, we discussed about halfway through the oh, season. It's like so yeah. many kids and TV shows and movies feel like they're just reciting yeah. the lines and not really mm-hmm. acting, but, like, yeah. you know, like, she, yeah, she was uh, acting your ass off. Like, I was so impressed by uh, her acting. And not yeah. just her, just everybody on that uh, on that show. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. The Reva character, you know. And, yeah, it was, I, I thought it was amazing. I saw a video today, maybe on YouTube or TikTok, of Reva doing her martial arts, like, lightsaber training. Uh, and also one of the scenes, that the scene where she battles with Darth Vader, uh, the, the behind the scenes, so it was without all the uh, yeah, I saw it too. Yeah, all that the, was cool. Yeah, all the CGI or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, before they, they brought in the CGI, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, by the way, shout out to Justin, Justin Kirchhoff over at the co production house in South Austin who had me, uh, and my uh, buddy Kirk Amatic invited us over last month into may and he put up a hoth style in the they have the uh, volume led the only place in austin that we know of yeah. that has that technology is a co-production house giving you another shout out there and they put up a hoth empire strikes back set for us to walk around and and take pictures and enjoy while you know hang out and visit and oh, that uh sounds so amazing man it was so cool so they had the snow flurries and you look through the little like fake window and it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah. So I, I had a blast uh when, with that. Anyway, um yeah, so that was cool to see that footage and yeah, acted those cast was was uh no weak I, for me there was nobody in there that was a, a weak point, but the Leia actress is a breakout star that I would imagine at this point she's going to be getting a lot of, a lot more things going forward in the future. So look out for her that act the young actress. We had the some return of some very familiar faces with Jimmy Smith's reprising his role. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the original Uncle Owen that was in the uh, prequels. The, act, the actor and actress that played Uncle oh, Owen, yeah. uh, Uncle and Aunt, were brought back to do their, their roles. And he's a much bigger actor now than he was when those prequels came out. He was an unknown, but he's actually been in a lot of stuff himself now in recent years. Oh, yeah, um, Absolutely. So it was cool that he got that got him to come back and do this, and then a big surprise at the end. Now, did you see that coming? Did you see that build up where we were going to get Master Qui Gon Jinn? I was like, "Is it coming? It, no, he's going. Is he going to show up?" And then when he showed up, I'm like, "Oh, that last episode!" I was either like clapping in my apartment alone by myself, clapping at the TV, or I was shedding tears <laughs> it was just like one or the other like yeah uh that one uh definitely uh you know yeah yeah it was it was so good yeah so it delivered a lot of things that i think fans were asking about would we see the the force ghost of qui-gon jen and then when they didn't see it and we saw the struggle for him to communicate and be able to uh get in touch with his master qui-gon jen we didn't know if that was maybe something they were going to save for maybe a future season, which we'll talk about that here in a second Yeah. or what was it, what it ended up being at the finale. And you know, on Disney plus. So after we got that initial close out of the, of, of episode six with the, uh, the, the closure yeah. with, with, with Reva. Um, and also uh, he meets Luke. He actually does meet young Luke, but he decides he's going to yeah. go ahead and, move move on move on for from now from that point on for a while at least we know because we know what happens in in uh 10 years down the road uh is a whole other whole other thing uh and by the way i want to read i want to your comment that you told me earlier that this is now your favorite trilogy in star wars possibly is revenge of the sith yeah kenobi. yeah like Re- revenge of the sith kenobi and a new hope like that might be I your like new favorite story arc yeah yeah and, and, and that's it, the kenobi arc isn't story it arc. That's kind of the uh, Kenobi Luke, so. Luke arc. Um, yeah, kind of more Kenobi arc. Yeah. Because it wraps yeah, up absolutely. with New Hope. Now, I'll tell you, uh, one thing that hit me uh, like twice, like real square in the chest during uh, Kenobi is I guess it was like episode three uh, with little Leia. You know, knowing like Leia and Luke are adopted. Like I'm an adoptee myself. 
you know, and like 99.99% of the time, I'm super cool uh, with being adopted, right? But if I see a TV show or movie documentary about adoption, even though I didn't have like those adoption issues, when I see other people go through it, it hits right in the chest, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and like when uh, Belle was like telling uh, Leia, she's in Organa, you know, and then it was like when Reva and uh, was it Owen were going at it, and she was like, "No, no, it's like love him like he's your son or your boy or whatever." And he's like, "He is my son." I am like, if my yeah. dad wasn't already oh. passed away, I would have drove home th that morning oh. just to give my dad a hug. Like it was yeah. just like, oh my god, like, uh, no. Yeah, being adopted, like those things just hit a little different, you know. Like with Ray mm -hmm. not knowing who she came from, I'm like, I know that feeling. But yeah, mm -hmm. it was just uh, that really kind of hit on a, a personal level. But uh, man, just the uh, every frame that uh, Anakin Vader was like on screen mm -hmm. was like every frame was like iconic, you know. And it's like yeah. I felt like as much as we got like the uh, sequel and. Uh, the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, that we just would never get any, you know, uh, Obi-Wan or Vader, you know, like we were happy yeah. to get 45 seconds of Vader in Rogue One, you know, because yeah. uh, we were just like badass Vader. Uh, but what we got in this episode, I mean, this series uh, was just incredible, you know, mm -hmm. and what it adds to the canon, uh, like um, at before the show today, I uh, started reading that uh, sixth episode, but also uh, watched A New Hope and just mm -hmm. kind of seeing the connecting tissue and stuff. Like, it, it, it was, uh, it's been interesting. It's been good. Have the rules changed on how new Star Wars fans uh, would watch these uh, these shows where it used to be automatically you, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, uh, maybe the Star Wars Christmas special in the middle there. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. And then uh, you could go. You could then after that, all you had was the Ewok movie. A couple, I think, there was a couple of Ewok movies, and then Droids animated series. But now, would you watch these different? And how? In what order would that have to be in? That would have to be the prequels first. And then you could start arguing what would be next. If you include well, the man, series, uh, include the uh, series. One of the magical things about Star Wars. I mean, is like this is a property that goes back to what 76 77 yeah right and like when you're watching the new hope you're watching late 70s technology filmmaking right but like mm -hmm. that was our entrance you know for a lot of us especially folks of a certain age um uh, that was our entrance like, that was our own ramp to it yeah. uh what i've found it kind of amazing is like how many people's own ramp is the prequels you know remember a lot of us, I love the Holy Trilogy, hit it on the prequels. You know, I got my mind changed by a friend on it. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people's entrance was the prequels. Or they found it through Clone Wars. Or, uh, you know, or think about how many people have found Star Wars by Grogu, Baby Yoda. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, uh, I think it's interesting that there's multiple on-ramps. You know, like, their own ramp might, may not be mine but I'm glad they're watching it. Yeah. Now you could go, if you wanted to, you could go uh, prequels. Then you could go Rogue One. No, you could go prequels. Then you could go Kenobi, Rogue One, New Hope. Uh, but then you have Clone Wars in there too, and Rebels, and Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you could you could include those too. So yeah, you could go uh and then you get then before you go to the sequel series, of course, Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett in between this the so yeah, you can have a lot of binge watching for several days if you include the shows now in the middle. Oh yeah. That. So and more and more to come. More to come. But I like your idea. I like that that setup of doing a like a Kenobi arc with a new hope with Basically, it would be the uh, Revenge of the Sith, Kenobi series, uh, New Hope. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. and then we get the the big you payoff know, at seen, the end. Yeah. With the hello there when he meets Luke. Ah. Oh. <laughs> now, 
Now, did you, was that the first hell? Was that the only hello there we got on this uh, six episodes? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. He said it. Yes. (laughs) He said the thing. (laughs) Did you know when you saw that episode and you saw that, that we're we're getting, that's the, we're going to get the meme, the DiCaprio meme. Did you know that was coming? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So let me ask you, let me ask you this, uh, on the, uh, in regards to how things finished and what that might mean. Now we're hearing what I've heard is Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor have said they want to do a season two, uh, which I was really surprised to hear from both of them that both of them are saying that. And then, uh, I've heard through my sources, which is Reddit, that the the reliable sleuths on on Reddit, but anyway, I've heard that we're we are in fact getting a season two. It's already a done deal. It may not have been officially announced, oh, but damn. we are getting a season two, and they've pretty much had that kind of in the in the bag for a while. But this this whole thing with them uh, kind of teasing it is just to get it hyped up and get the fan base excited about it. I've also heard that George Lucas is, uh, could be getting in, uh, involved in season two. Um, and then I've also heard that there might be a uh, extended cut of the finale with with more Darth Vader oh, stuff. Oh damn! That could be that could premiere oh, later wow. at a later a later date. So there's just some things I've been hearing. We'll see which of those things things I think are true that you can go find online is that Hayden Christensen and 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 Ewan McGregor have indicated that they have interest in doing a second season. So let me ask you this based on where things were left off. And by the way, when we see that the last scenes where he meets Luke, he goes back for a bit and then leaves. He uh, finally gets uh, con- contact with Qui-Gon Jinn's force ghost. Those things are kind of like what we get at the end. Uh, the whole thing with Riva and how uh, she gets her kind of tie, tie up on her arc and her closure. And then she, she goes, she goes away um, so well, let me ask you this. First of all, when that little window closes on Disney plus, I know we're not getting an end credit scene. <laughs> so I know that you, do you know what I'm talking about when you're watching it? And then that the show's yeah, credit yeah. and it closes to the side. You're like, ah, no end credits. Cause I, cause I thought, no I thought, we, I thought we might get more, more like I thought, Oh, wait, there could be something else. I mean, wait, wait, yeah. waiting, waiting. And then I saw the window closed. And I'm like, ah, I thought, are we going to get Maul? Like, is Darth Maul going to show up? And it's a tease for season two. I don't, more vague. Like, uh, oh, by the way, another payoff at the end, they earned the moment was we did get a Palpatine uh, at the end talking to Vader. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think about that moment with Vader and Palpatine? That was a little bit of a unique thing we've never seen there as well. Oh, yeah. I thought that was having. interesting. Part of me was thinking like Palpatine was going to show up and like force lightning on uh, Obi-Wan. And that was how he was going to age 20 years and nine. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. They missed, I was just they missed for that to happen, bro. <laughs> they missed a cue there. They opportunity. They missed on that. <laughs> Because now they only have 10 years for him to age the amount of age that he does between where he's at now. And and I think even McGregor kind of uh, made him little, himself a little bit more aged for even playing this version of Kenobi because I'll see a commercial with him. I seen I saw a car, a car commercial or something with him a few months ago, and he looks considerably younger in the car commercial. Of course, there's filters, I'm sure, or makeup. Yeah. But he looks considerably younger in that than he did does in Kenobi where they obviously didn't want to make him look too young because then you deal with even more of the critics saying, how is he going to age that much in 10 years? No, so man, I, I think of they probably call it, uh, people get typecasted in the head. Like I'll see yeah. them in a certain role and I don't care what other role they're in. They're just that character doing that, you know, that role. Yeah. But I'm like, I saw him doing train spotting, right? Yeah. And now seeing train spotting guy, like being Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is a one hell of a uh, career for him. Yeah. That might be the first thing I saw him in, but it's train spotting. I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's I the first in, thing I remember, remember him in. I know it was in the nineties when I saw him for the first time. 
Okay, so uh, with everything of the way it was left off there at the end, uh, what did you see uh, there? There uh, maybe a little hint of them setting some stuff up for a season two, and if so, where where do you potentially see that going? And I know you said on the last show we did together that the window was pretty tight for uh, potential more stories here. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you mentioned Maul, and uh, in in the episode of uh, Rebels where Maul, Maul gets uh, cut in half the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you see Luke in the background. You know, did far he get? Away did he get? And, uh, did he get mauled? Did he get mauled? <laughs> He's half the man he used to be. Of order now, but uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! But you, oh you, you goodness. see one shot of the uh, uh, we call it Owen and Beru's place, uh, yeah. and you see a very young uh, we call it a very young Luke. So that had to be it. it, it well, while it was far off, it seemed like it was younger than ten that he is now. But uh, mm. man, Beru, man, she was. You know, hiding guns, man. Like, <laughs> it was like, uh, Baru was ready. You know, I wasn't expecting you know her to be, uh, <laughs> you know, like that. Like, if they didn't kill her off early. I think she would have kicked the whole empire. <laughs> I think she was going to do it herself, all all on her own. Yeah, yeah. But... So a potential setup could be maybe a, a just a, a kind of a Kenobi uh, unfinished business between him and Maul for season two. No, no, I, I I'm convinced Maul is already dead. You know. Okay, so that wouldn't uh, fit. That wouldn't yeah, fit with the timeline that yeah. you're aware of. Okay. Yeah, I so would say it almost yeah, it, maybe five years earlier. It doesn't make sense that there would be anything left for them right now between him and Vader, uh, based on what we see in New Hope and then what we saw with this this season. It doesn't seem like there would be anything left between him and Vader until a new hope. Doesn't that make those, doesn't that seem yeah. to be the case? And see, that, that's my thought, man. I heard uh, this was just going to be a limited series, kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, a beginning end to the story. And like, I really like yeah. how uh, this episode six leads up to everything in the new hope. Like, I think yeah. it's a perfect bridge between those. Uh, but money, people like money, like Disney likes money, you know, like, I could yeah. see them trying to, you know, put out a uh, a Kenobi uh, two series. I don't know if that's the that's going to be the jam. Like, I don't know if there's enough stories um, mm -hmm. to tell between there and a, a New Hope. Like, I thought it was interesting yeah. how uh, with a Kenobi series, man, we knew Luke was going to survive. We knew, yeah. you know, Leia was like, you, you knew who uh, yeah. who was going to make yeah. it to a New Hope. But there were still yeah. stakes, right? Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't mm -hmm. mind if they, um, instead of going like Kenobi season one to Kenobi season two, uh, but you know, maybe if there's a, what we call it, a, uh, a Vader series. It'd be a Vader. You have yeah. Vader, like you have Kenobi in it as much as say Vader was in this one. If it's six right. episodes, maybe you get two really solid obi-wan episodes where their paths yeah. cross or 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 bring in some other characters man you know i, I yeah. think it all, always comes down to the uh you know um the writing the you know is there can they tell the stories can they find good stories you know uh i know everything doesn't have to connect with everything else you know mm -hmm. while lucas said it's like poetry it rhymes it can be prose you know like you can just kind of go in your own direction. I'm uh, kind of curious to see uh, what's coming up next. Well, I know people have asked for it. I've, I've heard on Red Online, a lot of people like the idea of an Inquisitor series. Uh, the Vader thing, you know, kind of like what DC is doing right now. where bro, they made bro, the, bro, they bro. Made Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Huh? We want uh, the office version of the Inquisitors. I'm there for that. <laughs> <laughs> Make that so. No, you got like the you know you got the grand inquisitor who's like michael scott <laughs> by the way the grand inquisitor the memes with the grand inquisitor are, are hilarious i don't know i'm sure you've seen a few of these memes <laughs> yeah the one that he's about to call hr <laughs> yeah and then there's the one where he's on he's doing a, a hidden camera prank show on reva he's back like oh no 
Yes. And it was all a prank on her. <laughs> it's like based off of the actual prank show. Yeah. Yeah. He was he's back there with the other with the others, and they were like laughing. He said, She thought she, you know, was the grand inquisitor. We got her. So yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. It was some funny memes. I got an office question for you on agree or disagree too. So that's perfect that that came up. Uh, oh, that, that's segue. It's a segue there. Yeah. So anyway, I enjoy the show. I I think kind of like what DC did with uh, Black Adam and Shazam, where they came out with a Shazam standalone. That was one movie. Now they're going to do yeah. a Black Adam movie before they do a movie with the two of them face off together. Oh yeah. So that. So kind of like where they do, they get the Kenobi show and then you're going to get, you know, uh, could get a Vader show. And that would be really cool that like this could have been a setup for Vader. Now the next stage of Vader's arc uh, that he's going to finally let go of the Kenobi thing and become a better dark Lord. Oh yeah. He's not, he's not hanging on to, uh, um, you know, the old baggage, the old uh, Kenobi baggage for, for now at least. Okay, so it is a segue into agree or disagree on this 159th episode of the Thunder Pop Show. Yeah, and uh, here it is, season seven. Going to be wrapping up in early July, season seven. Going on a break and working on a project with this guy. Me and this guy working on a project. We've been cooking something up. We're working on a little thing. So we're going to do that <laughs> while, while we're off from this. I'm going to go be working on, working on, me and we're going to be still working together on something else that, a lot of fun. We're pretty excited about it. Okay, so agree or disagree, and if I can get past my to-do list and get back and get back to the actual agree or disagree uh, uh, section, we'll be uh, we'll be doing. Should really you clean well. out the gutters today? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go instead, Jazz. I'm gonna go over my to-do list now. Here it is. Speaking of the office, Rain Wilson, who <laughs> he wanted to clean the gutters out, and he. We had to repair what we had to do on the garage door. I'm out of milk and I need to go get some milk before I pick up my son from preschool. Okay. Agree or disagree. Rain Wilson, who played famously Dwight in the original Office series, was recently asked yeah. in an interview, you may have seen this, where he sees what, what, what came of uh, Dwight in the last decade since the Office went off. Like, what, what has Dwight been up to? And he had some interesting... Uh, interesting takes i'll read a couple of things to you from what he said uh, the synopsis in this interview i believe it was with gizmodo the original interview he said he prepared himself for the zombie apocalypse which never came but he probably would have done a build up, a build out for some underground bunkers uh food storage weapons you know stuff like that <laughs> so that would have occupied yeah. a lot of his time uh also uh he probably is figuring out ways to make the farm more profitable Probably a Shroot Farms roadside stand with the money beats on top. He's a capitalist, so he he would have bought a lot more buildings in and around Scranton, which you know he apparently it was revealed <laughs> in later seasons that he owned the building that the paper the the paper company was in. Yeah, um, he bought it. Yeah, yeah. He bought the building, Dunler Mill. Yeah, yeah, done the building that they were. So he was he was the owner of the building. Also, uh. He would have he perhaps even uh, on some kind of crazy right wing ticket, not a racist right wing ticket, but he would have been kind of part of that um, that flat earth right wing ticket is what he said. And uh, he, would have been, <laughs> he would have been running for some kind of city council in Scranton. So based on all this stuff and, we, you know, we saw we just talked about Kenobi and we got to finally see what Kenobi's life was kind of like after the prequels and before yeah. the sequels. Would you want to see a, a, a Dwight standalone, maybe a, a six episode limited series on on a Netflix or Peacock that would cover what uh, he just talked to Brain Wilson just proposed here in this article? Agree or disagree? You want to see that? Show? Uh, man, you know, you know, they they did a sneaky trailer for it already. Uh, in that last season oh. of The Office, uh, they yeah. basically did a trailer for the farm, uh, which uh, they went out oh. to uh, his farm, a uh, bunch of his family. You know, oh, like yes. it was a yes. low key pilot. You know, for that yeah. show. Uh, yeah. I, I think twenty twenty two. I think he would be doing like uh, Airbnb. Um, you know, at least a room or at, something at the in the house there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, or the barn <laughs> or something. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I really think there's something there. Like, I, I still can't believe, like, they let that pass, you know, like. I yeah, because that was going to be a show. Yeah, yeah. The no, farm, I, the farm was going to be a show. Close. Uh, yeah. And I think yeah, it's going to be called the farm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what I guess I'm saying is, is these are some good ideas. And then I like your idea of now he's got an Airbnb going. Dwight yeah. with an Airbnb with his creepy uh, family. Moe's. Yeah. Moe's bring <laughs> back. You got to bring back. You got to bring back him. Uh, oh, that's yeah. the show. Then you can have like guest stars on each episode. People staying in the Airbnb. And it also lends the opportunity to bring back former office cast members uh, guest starring uh, as as they stay at the Airbnb, maybe they have the, the the hotels are all booked up. They had no choice, and you could have uh, Jim and Pam come back, other characters as well for guest guest appearances. Yeah, make this show NBC, already. Listen to us. Listen to us. I, I want to watch it. <laughs> I think we need to start the uh, the campaign because it sounds to me. I bet that Rain Wilson's. I think he sounds like he want, He's ready to do it. So. Okay, so you're Bruh, you're you're if they you're can do a gritty fresh print series, they can give me this series, you know. And it was a hit. The gritty fresh prince show is a hit. So yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. 100 <laughs> on that. Okay. So here's the other question. Here's another the next agree or disagree on this 159 episode. Uh speaking of streaming, Netflix is now saying that they and it's, it seems to be a done deal that they're planning to start ad let's get our music in here ad an ad version of their streaming service that's going to have commercials oh hell yeah, uh, i think cool. amazon prime is doing that with a uh, tv like t e e v e or something yeah. um i mean I, I think it's not not a bad idea you know um do you agree yeah, that they I, should I do be this mad at it yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the it's way just it would finding, work, you know, the model that works. Yeah, the way they said it would work is it would offer be a lower price version of their subscription service that would be for people that maybe don't have Netflix now because it's too it's out of their price point of what they're willing yeah. to pay. But they say, I hey, don't, I don't mind commercials. I'll pay less and take commercials. But do you think this is like the beginning of the end though for Netflix, or do you think this is fine? This is what's going to keep them going. I think it's going to be more what keep, keeps them going. I mean, yeah. you're looking at a company that used to send DVDs to you in the mail. Like yeah. they can pivot, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just, uh, I mean, I, I, I think it was at, uh, not just in plus HBO max. Uh, I think they do, you know, yeah. uh, two levels. I think it's the $15 and the $10 version, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's with ads or something, but you know, there's just something a little less about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think just having kind of the basic service, you know, not a bad yeah. move. Because, like, for me, you know, uh, you know I've heard some polyamorous people have their polycules. I have my streamacule, you know, like, I pay for some of them. Another friend, pay, you know, I think there's about six of us. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, not that I'm admitting to uh, sharing. <laughs> uh, Didn't but, hear it here. Um, no, it's like, yeah, but, you know, it's like, for me, like I'm going to have Disney Plus because of Star Wars. You know, yeah. I um, honestly, I think I got HBO Max just because so, we were going to talk about Justice League. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. every month I'm going like, I'm canceling this this month. But I've kept it. I'm keeping it. But, um, no, it's just like if it's a five or seven dollar service, that's easier to go down than, you know, a fifteen dollar service. No monthly. Yeah. No, if you have three or four fifteen dollars services, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at a cable, you know, a low cable bill, you know. Yeah. So it's like I, I think you know, for people who you know, it, it like it's not mandatory that you're you know you're gonna have have Netflix. You know. Yeah. It's more of a uh, okay. It's only six dollars. It's only you know only this amount. I think having that lower um lower uh budget version i think it's a good idea like um it's like i like hulu you know um mm-hmm. the hulu i watch has ads i uh i just yeah they have a hulu they have a hulu with ads yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm not mad at it i probably wouldn't have hulu 
already. You know, I would just be mm-hmm. skipping Hulu. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm digging it, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. being kind of a lower price version. Yeah. I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, speaking of ads, a little shameless plug. We have a new YouTube channel that I want to p- let people know about. If you subscribe to our live stream channel, <coughs> that, that's our current YouTube channel that we've had now for quite a while. That's, that's been rebranded as thunder pop live. Oh, but awesome. You can also you can now subscribe to our new YouTube channel, which is all for for all the short form of content. So stuff that's ten minutes or less. Uh, that's Thunderpop yeah. TV. That's Thunderpop TV channel. So find yeah. us on YouTube at Thunderpop TV uh, and subscribe to that channel because uh, many of you were really nice to subscribe to Thunderpop Live. But we're going to be putting a lot of new stuff content wise. It's even more varied than what we do on the live channel on Thunderpop TV. So come over. We already got some, there's already some videos on there. Um, so yeah, that's the little plug is uh, Thunderpop Live. Of course, we're always at Thunderpop TV on Instagram and TikTok. So little plug in, little plug in there. Okay, last one on the agree or disagree. And I have two possible questions, but I'm gonna say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one. Uh, so we talked about streaming a lot in this hour. Movie theaters this summer, uh, the big hit was surprisingly to a lot of people was Top Gun Maverick. It was a huge success. And at the uh, box office, it's the biggest movie of this year. It, it surpassed Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And it's what they call, it's a new it's a new version of sequel. They call it Legacy Sequels. And the Legacy Sequel, I would assume, is a sequel that is many, 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 many years later after the original. So in that respect, Cobra Kai for, could be considered a Legacy Sequel. I, I, I can go with that. I don't mind. Yeah, that's a good term for it. Yeah. So with that, and now Top Gun Maverick, a legacy sequel, there's been some others that would probably go in that category of legacy sequel. But with, you know, Hollywood being a copycat league, uh, as the term goes in the NFL, uh, do you think the next wave of things that they're going to be with the hit that Top Gun was, are we going to see a slew? Do you agree or disagree? We're about to see a slew of more legacy sequels off of 80s and 90s IPs. And I'll give you, I'll give you, I tried to come up with a list and I'll give you a couple that I think could be uh, ripe for the uh, picking. Uh, one, uh, of course, they're, they're starting to get a little bit lean because they've already hit the big ones. Top Gun, Karate yeah. Kid. We've had new Rocky movies in recent years, or at least Rocky spinoffs. So we kind of had the Rocky, Rocky legacy sequels. So you, those are the big 80s, like Star Wars obviously is there. It's been there continuously. So now you're starting to look at what's next, what's left. Okay, I got short circuit. I think you can come up, I think you can come up with a short circuit uh, legacy sequel. Uh, Gremlins, uh, maybe a new Gremlins movie. What 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 do you think? Do you agree or disagree that this is going to be the next wave? Oh, uh, yeah, that could be it. Okay, how about Breakfast Club, the Prison Show? <laughs> oh. Is it the so there's a cast in jail? They're in a detention center, yes. But they all find their way to jail by different means, you know, some ironic, some, you know, kind of just horrible, you know, but they're all in prison. And uh, I definitely uh, think that's a funnier die. That's a funny that I definitely think it's at least a funnier die short film. So, I mean, they could that could happen. That's what uh, Ralph Macchio did a funnier die with with his uh, playing himself as Ralph Macchio years before Cobra Kai came out, and it was kind of making fun of himself. It was pretty funny. Oh, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I think there's one more potential Anchorman movie that could be. <laughs> did you see the camera do it? Did what it did? Yeah, the camera just zoomed. <laughs> It just walked away, bro. <laughs> it just come back, Cam. Why are you leaving? The show's not over, Cam. We're not done. <laughs> talking to a camera. I'm talking to the AI camera that's now become a cast a cast member on our show. But you sold. You said you called it on our last show when I first rolled out uh, Cam, and you said this Cam yeah. has now suddenly become a character on a show. <laughs> He's going to take it over, man. You, you already know my opinion on sentient Roombas. 
Oh, I've got, you know, it's funny. This is the gonna, this ties into our, our final uh, thoughts and advice question. Um, so you think legacy sequels, is that the next wave? Agree or disagree? Is it happening? <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be horrible. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's just because of the nostalgia or if it's that good or that bad, but Karate Kid, like Cobra Kai was, I enjoyed it. You know, like I can't mm -hmm. say they're all going to be bad, but I could, I, I would at least check out some of these uh, legacy uh, sequels. But Man uh, Mannequin? Could there be a I new, there, a new man some stickers. The new Mannequin movie? I think a man <laughs> Mannequin 3 goes straight to Netflix. Mannequin, <laughs> the, the store closes because they go out of business and the department store closes and go out of business. They liquidate. The mannequin is boxed up in a warehouse and some warehouse worker finds the mannequin and falls in love with the mannequin. And boom, there's your legacy sequel. The mannequin's back to life all over again. Uh, we can. Oh, I got one. I got one. Weekend at Bernie's three. Weekend at Bernie's. Wait, wait. You cut out. Oh, okay. I could see that. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's three. That could be another one. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know. Okay. Well, you know what the next one's going to actually probably be because they've been working on it for several years is Beverly Hills cop four. That's oh, actually I supposed to happen. You were say Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, there was oh, almost no. a Beverly Hillbillies reality show, but they, then they got a lot of uh, 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 feedback about kind of being exploitive, you know? Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. They were just going to put some poor people in a mansion yeah. And in Beverly Hills, I was like, uh, is, that would be like TLC or E. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> yeah. That's already, that might already exist. Yeah. It's like you said, that kind of already exists. It's been rebranded as T, as TLC and E. Yeah. It definitely uh, seems like it would be on one of those networks. Yeah. It, that's where it would be. Yeah. They, they, they're like exploitive. Where do we get this? Uh, where, where can we order uh, a season of this? <laughs> When, when TLC here is exploited, they're like, where can we order a whole uh, two seasons of this? Bring us the pilot now. <laughs> oh, we don't even need the pitch. Uh, we don't even yeah. need that. We don't even need to see a trailer. You said exploitive. Bring it to us. It's picked up. It's green lit. <laughs> we, we'll put in a 20 episode order right now. We'll write the check. Who do we write the check to? That's TLC. They're like, okay. Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, closing out thoughts and advice, really the thoughts and advice is just my uh, thought on, uh, an interview I listened to on the radio earlier when I was driving to run an errand, uh, Don, Don McLean, I believe is his name. He was the original, uh, artist that recorded the American pie song, the classic American pie. Yeah. I didn't know he was still around. He was doing an interview on the radio earlier because he's going to be doing a show here in town he wrote that song, which is a, a classic song, and yeah. uh, he, he sounded great on the radio. I don't know how old he would be at this point in time, but the legend, Don McLean, um, talked about how he feels like that about five, ten years from now, it's just a matter of time before a computer will be able to write and produce its own songs that are going to be better than anything any human has ever created. Because he thinks they're going to be able to take all these things in from Mozart to the Beatles to Prince and put it into their AI. And, and also everything they know about us because we're constantly being mined for our what's on our head. And it's going to be, they're going to be spitting out these songs, he said, left and right. What do you, th what do you think about that? What's your thought on that? It's pretty provocative thought. Man. Like I've seen, you've seen some of those AI written books or like, yeah. Rose, and uh, I think there's been some like song lyrics like they're doing with AI stuff already. Uh, I would not be surprised. And uh, it'd be funny if it starts, um, you started like on your Spotify, you get like individual AI written songs for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it knows what you're searching for on the internet. <laughs> yeah. It knows how you feel. <laughs> Well, they said that same interview. They said that same interview that it's as soon as AI can can get uh, create their own emotion, like where they have their own emotion, that's it. It's over. And it was the agreed upon between well, the interviewer and Don McLean. Man, I, uh, I 
mentioned uh, Roombas before, but a friend of yeah. mine has a uh, a Roomba, and mm -hmm. um, their carpet has like these large black dots on it. The yeah. Roomba will not go across those because they think that's a hole, uh, you know, and it yeah. will avoid it. So yeah, that Roomba doesn't want to die, like it doesn't want to get yeah. hurt. That's, I mean, that's not full sentience, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, that's close, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, but then I've always said like, okay, if I had a Roomba and I'm just a little bit more messy than normal, a few more crumbs or stuff, is that Roomba just feel like it's living its life for purpose and doing its vacuuming or is it starting to like resent me? You know, like, why is this guy? <laughs> Okay, Cam, I'm joking, bro. You know, <laughs> I I actually I I did that. I did that. I was messing with. Okay. <laughs> I did it this time. <laughs> We're starting to become boys now. We're. Cam, 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 Cam. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, here we go. It's a wrap up. One fifty nine. Jazz one. Thank you so much. You you uh, took me off. Uh, took me away from uh, things that are going on, and and it's been a rough, a rough day. Rough uh, couple. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but especially today was a lot. Was been a lot to process. Yeah. But it's been nice for me to get away for an hour. And be able to talk to you and laugh Galaxy a little bit. Far, far away for a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm glad, man. Like you were here yeah. for me about three years ago, three or four years ago. Um, I completely understand, man. I appreciate that, man. Let's let's do a holocron trip. Um, get together, and go to holocron uh, soon. Yeah, hell and, yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, is that is that a uh, financial going to be a financial disaster for us? That there's a holocron in our town now. That we're yeah, never going to financially yeah, recover reach from. Out there, doing the, you know, talking to them, but had to spend some money there. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, they said that store there is doing better than their first store in uh, Fort Worth. Like they're already yeah, making the, more money. Yeah. yeah, I think they're in a more prime so, location than the one in in the Dallas Fort Worth area because I saw the one in Dallas, but when I was there, it was closed. But it, it's in a yeah. uh, kind of a, a little tucked away area that you would really have to know where it's at to be able to find it in Fort Worth near a railroad track, I believe. Oh, yeah. But behind, like behind the hotels yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, but now they're like in a shopping center. Yeah. The, the, so any of those of you that might not know, Holocron, the biggest Star Wars memorabilia store in the country. They claim that's what they that, that their claim is. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's just an all Star Wars store, you know, whether yeah. it's action figures clothes yeah, it's you know, toys in, in star wars it, yeah it's there yeah so uh did you see by the way before we jump off do they have star wars like for little kids like t-shirts like size like for a five-year-old did you see kid stuff yeah 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 okay oh yeah cool. okay cool oh a lot of stuff like visually at the level of a five-year-old too so they, yeah they will want it and grab it <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, there'll be a lot of stuff that I will want and want to grab it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm trying not to spend money, but man, I did, uh, yeah, drop 40 there without even intending to. Uh, but yeah, definitely I've seen some stuff. Let me go back and get, though. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad they're so, yeah, here, though. Yeah. I'm, we're so lucky to get one here. Uh, only the second one they've ever opened, and, and they're now yeah. in Fort Worth. And they've got one in da in Austin, and they say they're glad they opened here. It's, it's uh, they're already a busier store now of the two. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, how cool is that? Everyone out there, have a good day. Our second millisecond, Jazz One. Thank you, sir. Have a wonderful one. The rest of your week, and uh, we'll be wrapping up season seven in a, next at the beginning of July. So, hang in there with us, and let's do the closeout. Where's you at? Where are you? Where are you at? Outro. I'm looking for you. We'll stall until I find the outro. <laughs> this is what happens when you produce the show that you also host. Is that you have all these awkward. Oh, here it is. Okay, good.
Thunder Pop is a Hit the Bricks production.